Welcome to LMK How. I'm Lauren. I work in the PR space and love immersing my life with knowledge from mental health to wellness to beauty, along with all things trendy. I interview people from all different industries while also including solo episodes about the things that interest me. I'm stoked to have you here. Now let's get to the episode. Cole is a photographer and graphic designer based in Portland, Oregon. Growing up with a camera in his hands, he spent most of his childhood outside photographing the world around him. In his free time, he is usually either petting strangers' dogs, watering his many houseplants, eating hummus, or taking photos. Since 2017, his photos have been viewed over 60 million times and downloaded upwards of 360,000 times on Unsplash. His biggest successes from this include several features on BuzzFeed, Adobe Spark, Trello, and Tessent. As a result, in 2018, he was hired by Unsplash to lead a photo walk from makers to merchants, hosted by Square and Weebly. During the walk, he gave attendees a tour of Portland's many color walls, hosted models, and gave photography advice. In 2020, he was awarded the Future Leader Award from Greater Portland Hillel for his time as president of the Israeli Culture Group at Portland State University an award given for the impact he made to the Jewish student community on campus. Hi. Hello. Let's see. Okay, thank you so much for being patient. <laughs> oh my gosh, thank you for re-recording. I'm literally oh, like, uh, <laughs> live. But it's nice to talk to you again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God, my face is so shiny. You're just, you're, Jeez. you're, you're glowing. We're like, it's like, at what point is it glowing or just, uh, grease? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Oh how gosh. many serums does it take to get this shiny? <laughs> the answer is four. <laughs> <laughs> you just look moisturized. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my God. You should have like this a skincare, so like, like routine. <laughs> Video. Instagram face filter where it like makes your whole face like shiny and it's yeah. Like aesthetic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so what's one thing that you do for yourself every single day? Um, I really love to find ways to treat myself and make sure I'm taking care of myself, even just for uh like my mental health. And sometimes that means doing yoga um but generally every day i do like a big skincare routine uh i just put on like all of the serums all of the moisturizer all of the spf and i just <laughs> i just leave the house glowing and i know that i did the best that i could to take care of my skin and get rid of that acne so that's something that i do every day that kind of makes me feel like okay i'm ready to take the day on my skin is glowing it's time to go <laughs> yeah how did you figure out like what to use for your skin that works best honestly i did a lot of youtube um and just watching other people's videos and doing research to see what other people were doing and finding what was right for me i feel like it's the same thing for uh like i like for photography i just google things and hope that i can find the right answer um but honestly the amount of skincare videos that i watched at some point during college was so much that sometimes 
uh, dermatologists will start talking like in a video and I'm like, okay, yeah, I know what that is. I'm like, I don't know anything about chemistry, but somehow I know like all of the vocabulary and I'm just like, this is, this is, <laughs> this is bad. <laughs> You're like, I've definitely watched enough videos yeah. to know. I still have trouble saying hy hyaluronic acid. That's like, a, mm. like what? I need someone to say that so I can like high hyaluron like high hyaluronic acid i know i'm like just slurring it like mashing it every time i say it but that's a good one <laughs> <laughs> yeah i know hyaluronic acid See, it's like but like why like that sounds right and that's how i usually say it but it's like why is, isn't there like an a in there or am i making that up i don't know i feel like there's something going on with that word that i don't want to approach <laughs> yeah but it's like we need that so <laughs> you just like point at it <laughs> oh my gosh so what do you do um post-college graduation and everything like for, work. for your job yeah okay. for work <laughs> sorry <laughs> um yeah so i'm a freelance photographer and graphic designer um i work for an advertising agency right now doing um, like gra graphic design and photography of like bus ads and mock-ups for bus and train ads, basically like uh, creating like fake advertisements so that clients will see it and hopefully want to buy it. And also taking photos of other clients um, like advertisements on trains and buses to show them hey, your ad is running and it looks like really cool because I took a cool photo of it. So your investment worked. <laughs> yeah. And what kind of clients do you work with? Well, so I'm sort of like the, they kind of just, so it's like they kind of send me the, like the, the list of photos that they need. So I'm not working directly with any clients um, under that advertising agency. I just do the work that they request of me. <laughs> not too exciting <laughs> it's okay though I mean that's still like fun because you'll are you ever out and you like see a bus go by with something you've worked on honestly I so I, you so the sad thing is that I make the I make the bus um add like concepts so usually that's like supposed to inspire them to work with us and so then sometimes they'll like hire like a like a different graphic designer I'm not really sure how it works but every single time a bus or a train goes by and I see an ad on it, I'm triggered because I'm like, have I taken a photo of that ad? Do I need to get that ad? Like, no matter where I am, I just hear a bus sound and I'm like, <gasps> and I'll like, <laughs> turn around, I'll grab my iPhone just in case I can like grab a shot of an ad because it's so hard to find all the bus ads. Like, you just have to wait around or like hope that you can find one. It's it truly boggles me, but the amount of hours of work I get in by just walking around Portland and just having a nice little stroll, and I'm like, okay, well, I'm searching for buses at that point. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I get that coin. I'm like, if if they need help with that, then yeah, take advantage of it. <laughs> um, what other stuff, what other photography projects do you work on? I do a lot of like really random freelance projects, um, especially with some local artists. I actually did a photo shoot with this Instagram famous French bulldog yesterday. 
and her Ooh. new puppy <laughs> baby brother and it was so small and so cute and that was honestly like I just need more photo shoots like that just to take photos of a puppy that was really cute and nice and kind of just I just got to have fun with it and it was so tiny and I just like picked it up and I was the whole entire shoot for like an hour I was just doing like that like baby puppy voice <laughs> I could not get out of it it was just so small and cute <laughs> how did they find you um okay well I reached out to them uh, on Instagram because that's see, that's the fun thing about Instagram is just sort of like making those connections with people and sometimes it's like I just want to do a shoot for fun I just got a new camera and I wanted to test it out and I thought it would be a fun chance to meet someone new and take some photos of puppies because I want a dog but I can't have a dog right now so visiting people's puppies 10 out of 10. <laughs> 100%. Definitely like a stress reliever. Oh, yeah. It was it was really good. <laughs> yes. What other clients have you worked with um, in the past or are working with in the future? I worked with um, or I, I continue to work with uh, someone named Blacksmith on Instagram. And he's a local artist who does a lot of typographic artwork. And I guess last week or was it this week? It was this week. I took photos of him covered in peeps, <laughs> like hundreds of peeps, um, just covered in peeps. So that was that was a pretty fun shoot. I it was, you know, it was really sticky. I've never taken so many peeps out of a packaging before. Um, everything was covered in yellow sugar. <laughs> We've also done some work um, putting up like balloon quotes that are, get pretty big on Instagram. I think he has almost half a million followers on Instagram and definitely over half a million on Facebook. But um, it's been really fun. I get to help him with a lot of his like more artistic photo shoots. Um, and so that's fun. So I get to like, kind of like have my artistic expression. And even though it's like not on my page, it gets seen by all these like hundreds of thousands of people, which is pretty exciting. But um, we had a shoot recently that got shared by Jim Carrey, which was so cool. And it was actually the same week that a bunch of people on Twitter thought I was blacksmith and like attacked me. <laughs> so that was like the positive twist to the uh, this horrible week of <laughs> being attacked online. <laughs> um, is that something that happens often in freelance photography or is it just an unusual situation so i've never been attacked online because literally all i do is post fun photos of nature and people <laughs> like that's all i do i don't even like i'm not like a big writer i don't like sharing that much i just like to take nice photos and share it um so i i really i don't really i'm never really a part of drama but a lot of people online really do not like uh this guy blacksmith that I work with um, because they think it's like cheesy, like his, the, the quotes are cheesy, which is totally fine. Like, I feel like not art isn't for everyone. Like, it's like, you like what you like. It doesn't really matter, but people get like a rage inside of them, like a full on rage um, just cause they really are. I don't, I think honestly, I think it has something to do 
with the fact that he's older and gay and like like sort of like a, a dork like i mean we love dorks like this is a good thing but i think when people see someone who's like like owning their dorkiness and having fun with it and is successful and older i think it really like hurts people's egos because they're like i could be doing this he's just using an iphone i could be doing that i'm old i'm not as dorky as him or whatever i don't know what what it is but they get like a rage and they will like the the things that happen it like it it freaks me out i know it's not even about me like i don't know how he handles it but you know he's an adult he's been doing this for years but um recently i kind of got pulled into it partly by my own fault because uh while we were on a shoot uh someone actually drove by and they had their like <laughs> we were putting up balloons uh and someone drove by and had the, took their iPhone out and said like, everyone on Twitter thinks you're a dumb nerd or something like that. And, you know, we were there like laughing, like what a weirdo, like he looked so uncomfortable. I was like, Who, who's doing that? Um, and then of course, like later that night, this account that took the video hosts it. He has 36 followers. It goes viral. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> Anyway, here I am on Twitter. I, I don't have that many followers. I'm just sort of like, I shared it and I was basically like, is this really what people think is cool on Twitter now? Just like yelling at strangers for clout? Like, like I, I get, I said, I even said this in the tweet. I was like, I get not liking the, the balloons or the art, but like, this is weird. This is, does not seem like a cool thing. To, to be like popular, like normalized. I remember when he took the video, I was thinking, oh, like, I mean, everyone's going to think he's a creep because like, who the hell does that? But, you know, uh, half a million views later, <laughs> um, there it is on Twitter. Um, and of course, so I made that tweet about it and calling it out and mentioning that I was in the video as well, but saying that it's not okay with the intention of like standing up for my friend Blacksmith and uh, which his name is Michael Schneider, by the way. Um, and I was pointing out that it was me in the video because thinking like, okay, well like the 30 friends that are gonna see this tweet are gonna be like, wow, someone would yell that at Cole. He, why would someone yell like at Cole? Like that's weird. This makes it more real because it's not a celebrity. It's like a person I know. Anyway, of course, that goes viral, too, <laughs> in the sense that it got like a million. It had over a million engagement. I, I muted everything. People got like so like I just got I'm not exaggerating. I got like three or four thousand tweets and messages saying like you deserve to be yelled at or worse, like next time, like someone should shoot you or like whatever. Like everyone started commenting on like photos of me and saying like, oh, this like big nose Jew or like, oh, he's ugly or, but you know what? They were like retweet photos of me and I looked good in those photos. <laughs> and they were trying to say I looked like ugly or I was like the, the average like Portland dude. And I was like, have you seen men in Portland? Like <laughs> you're giving them too much right now. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's crazy. Yeah. No, it got bad. Dang. There was a moment when, um, not a moment. It was like a lot of moments. It was like a week. This was like, honestly, the crazy part was it wasn't even about me. 
none of this was about me, but it was like, I just want to stand up for my friend. I don't want to delete this post because people are mad that he posts affirmative balloon quotes and I was the photographer getting paid for it. And I'm saying that I don't think it's good for people to record strangers on the street um, and yell at them for clout. <laughs> like, and so for some reason that brought out the rage in everyone. Um, but yeah, it, it got bad. A lot of people, there's like Hebrew in my bio or like my name on Twitter. So all the anti-Semites came out. I called it out. Um, and then all the like the fake woke people started going like, oh, he's I don't see anti-Semitic tweets. He's making it up. He's making it up. He's like putting up the wall or like, oh, the old barrier is coming out. <laughs> and so oh at that point, oh, can you hear the garbage truck? No. Okay, good. It's like right outside. It's like, it's okay. like going. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, there was a lot of anti-Semitic tweets, but even more than that was like the crazy, I, yeah, like fake woke people just being like, oh, he's making it up. Or I, I saw so many tweets that were like, show me one anti-Semitic tweet that has more than five likes. <laughs> and that tweet what the heck? had like 300 likes. <laughs> oh my and God. I was like, oh my God. I had people messaging me on Instagram saying like, you deserve this, you look like a fool. And uh, like, you made up anti-Semitism for like, uh, whatever, like, who knows? And like, these are people I know, like that like are friends with my like mutual friends in real life. And I'm just here like, uh, damn, well, let me tell you, I took the control at that point. I like So after like the first night of this happening, I wasn't aware that it was going viral. Then I like, was like, oh God, this is terrible. Like this is the, <laughs> so I muted everything on Twitter and I did my best to like stay away, but it's hard when like everyone is yelling at you. Um, and it was crazy because it's kind of like, they, a lot of people thought I was the balloon man and he wasn't saying anything because it's no matter what you say, people are just angry and they want to be angry um, no matter what's happening. So it really was just sort of like a lose-lose situation where I just had to take a step out but um, I kind of realized that like anybody who talks to me is going to know that nothing, <laughs> there's nothing wrong, like nothing bad happened. No one was hurt. There was nothing problematic. Nothing was wasted. People are just mad. And I was the target for a week. Um, and that was wild. <laughs> All the people on Twitter came after you for thinking that you were blacksmith and they didn't like that you were Jewish. So, okay, so to be fair, like most of the people, I mean, okay, there were a lot of anti-Semites, but most of them were just like mad or making fun of me. Um, for, like mad at the balloons? Like, so it's like they were, a lot of them were just sort of like making fun of it or like, oh yeah, like this isn't yeah. bad at all. Like it's fine to like, I've been yelled at on the street before. Like you should try being a like a woman and getting yelled at on the street, which is like, yeah, that, that sucks. But also shouldn't that be a reason to understand that it's probably not cool to yell at people on the street for clout. 
<laughs> so that was weird to get yeah. tweets like that. So it was sort of just like, shouldn't you understand them? <laughs> like, not- yeah, no, I will never understand why or how people can say like negative things to other people. No, it's wild. Cause it's like here, I'm not, I'm not comparing this situation to anyone else. I'm not saying it's worse to get, I'm not saying it's, or sorry, I'm not saying this is worse than getting cat called, but somehow people are saying cat calling is worse than this. <laughs> like, okay. You're like, I never made the comparison. Yeah, I'm like, okay, like, that's, uh, yeah. <laughs> that's an issue, but yeah. Um, yeah. It was, yeah. It was just wild. Um, I'm happy that's over. The tweet got deleted and now I just have to repair myself. <laughs> yeah. Kind of How long have you, oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah. It was like back to our college years. Oh my God. <laughs> I was like, can this just be over? Can y'all just grow up? <laughs> It'll never be over. <laughs> We're, we just have to live with this. <laughs> um, How long have you worked for him? Um. So I kind of, I've known him for probably like the past four or five years. I'm going to say four years, four and a half five years. <laughs> um, and we, I th- we had some shoots together, but I don't think we, I think our four, first shoot together might've been like four years ago. Um, we did one for this, like he had a boxed wine boyfriend series that he was doing on his Instagram. It was like this man made out of boxes of wine and he would post photos of them going on dates and things. And we had one session and he was like, okay, so we're going to do it. We're getting engaged. Me and Franz, who's the box wine boyfriend. Um, So he wanted me to take the engagement photos. And that was, you know, of course I had to say yes. And uh, it ended up going viral. It was on BuzzFeed and Huffington Post. And I honestly, I don't really know why it was on Huffington Post, but it was <laughs> and that was uh, I mean that was really exciting just to see like my work there um for something so silly but uh that was really exciting for me and I feel like at that point he must have not even had 10,000 followers I don't even know it was wow. it was a different time and now here we are <laughs> yeah and working with him what would you say like from a behind the scenes point of view is the reason that people are attracted to him and his art. I think there's a a level of uh, relatability in the fact that he's just a, he's like a a normal person. He's a like middle-aged sweet dorky guy who's having fun. He's doing what he loves. He's putting positivity out there. Um, And a lot of the quotes are relative to current events and things going on generally with the purpose of empowering other people or sharing other people's quotes, um, always with um, letting, like, you know, letting people know who said the quote first, but um, just kind of sharing that positivity and reaffirming that people are doing it, we're getting through it. So I think a lot of people just like to see that and be reaffirmed and <laughs> see something positive. 
And you know, all almost all the photos, except for the ones I, I take for him, are taken with iPhone and really minimally edited. So it's something that seems really accessible and like attainable and something that like it not like anyone could do it in the sense that like they have the power to create something like that. It's just balloons and a colorful wall that's found outside. Mm -hmm. Do you help him with researching locations or is it more of a situation where he gives you all the details, you take the photos? He usually does, has like his specific walls that he likes to go to. Sometimes I'll see like a wall outside and I'll just like send him a photo with like uh, an address. The address or something? Generally yeah. he, he's been doing this for a while, like years. And so he kind of has like a map out of like all the walls. And um, sometimes it's like the businesses, he'll like reach out to them just to like ask them if it's okay or let them know that he's going to be doing it so that they are comfortable with it. Mm -hmm. definitely do you plan on working with him more in the future or going off more in developing your freelance photographer career um so I would say that's part of my freelance career um for sure so the I do I definitely am going to continue doing photo shoots with him um but it, it's probably like it's probably like 10 percent of the photography work I do um, and it's mixed up between other like artists and other like random photo shoots I have and graphic design. So right now I've been really like just putting full force into freelance work. But, um, you know, now that I have, I have my first vaccine and uh, we're, we're working to the second one, I feel like it's getting real and life is getting back to normal. And now that it's been almost a year since I graduated, uh, I'm trying to think, oh, what was I gonna do when I, what was my dream to do when I first graduated versus what <laughs> this state, like what I found to do that was stable and fun in the meantime, so. What was the difference? Well, I really wanted to work for a graphic design agency or some type of agency where I was creating work with teams and learning from other people and hopefully getting to take uh, photos, but was definitely, I mean, either way, I'm always planning on doing photography, even if it's just passionate or sorry, <laughs> even if it's just like a passion project rather than um, like working full-time as a photographer. So after I, you know, I graduated in June, 2020 during the pandemic. So uh, all of my internships that I applied for were canceled. Um, and I kind of went full force into freelance because that's what I've been doing before the pandemic. And luckily it was staying like really stable and I've, I've been stable ever since luckily, but it's like, it kind of feels like I'm on pause right now until I figure out what I should be doing. So now that I don't have as much of an excuse to, <laughs> to, to just be stable and uh, do my fun freelance work, I'm, I feel like I have to figure that out. I think a lot of other people are probably in this situation, um, but we're gonna find out. Not sure what, what step is next, but uh, 
I'm just excited that the process of seeing everyone else get vaccinated slowly has been really exciting, especially my parents. Yes. <laughs> oh, yes. No, I agree. Um, what are some of your favorite projects to work on? I think some of the most, oh, let's see, that's a good question. I really like doing projects where I get the creative control or when people ask me to do, like they, they see something that they like on my page or in my portfolio and they say, can you do something like this for me where I get to just have fun and make something that fits for them um, a time when this happened was I did a photo shoot for um, the TV show Ink Master Angels. And they reached out to me on Instagram and asked me, um, well, they were filming a season and they had an episode in Portland and they wanted some photos that were uh, very Portland is what they said. And so they reached <laughs> out to me and said, we'd love to have you take a photo of all of the the women on the show who are the hosts and uh, just in that Portland vibe and your and your aesthetic and that was probably the coolest thing I think I was 21 then and it was just like that was definitely the first time I had like such a big shoot and I was like wow and they're asking me to do my style um that was such like like an affirmative and exciting moment for me to have someone else ask me to do like my style for something under like that's like on tv I was like wow <laughs> yes how did they find you they found me on instagram I was trying to figure this out too I feel like they just looked up portland photographer and found mm. me and were like this is a portland aesthetic <laughs> yeah <laughs> for sure um do you have any projects that are coming up that you're excited about or you are, what are you doing right now? Look at my calendar. <laughs> I feel that. <laughs> I'm going to say no, but think, I feel like part of what happens is that that's a funny thing is I feel like I'm never like scheduling things that far out, but somehow it's like every week or two, it's like, I have something for the next week. Like, it's like it always happens but I almost never like have a specific plan or it's just sort of like spur of the moment or people want something last second um which is it's strange that it works out that way a lot but um yeah right now I'm doing mostly just work for my agency while I like it's like nice because I have like that dependency and doing lots of freelance work at home what do you want to do with your career like in the future like if you had any kind of choice what is your dream like path clients all of that Ooh, that's a good question I feel like I have a lot of dreams and there's a lot of things I'd love to do um I, I want I always want to have like I I just love visual design and visual art if there's anything I'm doing it's always going to have visuals in it no matter what that's like a big part of it and I think it would be really fun to do art direction and working with a team of people um, to create projects and spaces I think that would be so much fun 
or even uh, working with like clients to do like photo shoots and working together. I just really, I love working with people. And that's something I've really been missing <laughs> recently. Cause yeah. it's like, I, I think it's like one of those things that it's, you, you always know that you're not the best at everything. Um, but there's always someone who's better than you. And there's, that's, what's so beautiful about working with teams of people is there's so many people who are talented, who you can work with, or like maybe people haven't recognized like their worth before, but they're talented and getting the opportunity to give people the chance to show their art or their talents is so cool. Um, I also, I would just, listen, I love Apple like too much. Like I'm one of those stupid Apple people, but like that, I just, I've always looked up to their design decisions. And I was like that person at home, like every time there was a new uh, iOS update, I would like look at it and I would go through every change that they made. They're like, I'm like, oh, why did they make the text size bigger here? Or why, uh, how come it's like flat now? Or why is this one have a gradient and this one doesn't? Like, I love that stuff uh, so much. Um, so part of my, <laughs> I have a dream to like be a designer for um, iOS, like Apple's iPhone software. That would be, that's 10 out of 10. If I could do that, that would be a dream come true, especially if I could work in like the spaceship uh, office. I don't know if you've seen that. Oh I my haven't. God. They have, it's like, they, it's like, the, it's called the spaceship Apple one headquarters. It's like a giant circle. It's bigger than the Pentagon. I think it's like, Oh my God. It's literally like a giant circle that has a, a big park in the middle, but it's God, it's like a mile wide or something crazy like that. And it's just really pretty and they have like I mean it's a park it's apple they have like bikes and like giant gyms that are like <laughs> apple watch certified whatever I don't know it just seems wow. so fun and yes. I just want to live my like apple lifestyle at some point <laughs> even if it just means yes. like being I mean... a contractor for them for a little bit that would be cool <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you got to start somewhere, but that's like a really unique dream. And I really enjoy hearing that because it's so specific. It's something I don't hear every day. And I feel that if you want it bad enough and you manifest it and you take steps in that direction to up level, I think it could happen because that's so specific. Like, really? Like, it's cool, though, you know, like, I also love Apple, and I remember wanting to work for them when I was 16, and um, just in the retail store, like, as, like, a genius bar type of position, and they turned me away, because they were like, oh, you need to be 18, and I was like, well, I didn't know how to do everything, so you should hire me, like, I can help you with any device and anything, and they're like, well, you're too young, so you can come back in two years and reapply, and I'm like, what a letdown. <laughs> I was ready to give it my all. So I get it. I love Apple too. Where can we find you on social media? You can find me on Instagram uh, at Colito, C-O-L-E-I-T-O. -E um, and on Facebook at Colkeister Photography. So come say hi. I'm always available. Feel free to ask me any questions. <laughs> Perfect. Thank of you. Of course.